Get amazing photo booth props that are creatively designed and made with sturdy PVC material. All of their props are designed to be vibrant, fun, and interactive that helps you make the photo booth experience much more enjoyable and exciting. Easy to transport, set up, and clean up. Their signs are the number one party prop that your guests will love. Sign up today and register to get a free prop on your birthday with their birthday club. Visit their website at yoprops.com. We're back. Glad to be here with Ryan Salinas. Don't interrupt my intro. Uh, stay tuned as we discuss what's been happening since we're gone and what we'll be doing this upcoming season. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. I am 2020 presidential candidate Ryan Salinas. And I'm Ismail. How <laughs> What a crappy vice president. You gotta let me know if you're gonna do something funny so I can keep up. You can't just throw that out there like that. I always keep up with the funny. So it's good to be back. It's weird to be back. Yeah, it's it's been a while. It's been a hot minute. Yeah. What's been going on in your life, oh, Salinas? Nothing. Um, I, uh, <laughs> I noticed you look different. <laughs> I went blonde. It was a thing. Um, I'm announcing my new Blonde Ambition tour. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> um, that would be kind of fun, though. I don't know how that would work out, but I'd love a Vegas residency. I've, I have heard that blondes have more fun. I don't know. I just yes, heard it. they it's absolutely real- have a lot more fun, and it's a lot more expensive. <laughs> yeah, I see, I see what you've been buying in Manhattan. <laughs> We don't speak of that. Um, so, yeah, so we took a little bit of time off, which was kind of much needed. Um, yeah, I, I, I just got to mention because it's funny to me when you just announce, when anybody announces they're taking a break, people are always like, oh, my God, it's over. You know, he got mad at him and they broke up and blah, 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 yes, blah. Yes, it's all true. Absolutely, 100%. And it, that's what happened, but we got back together. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> We're practically new kids on the block. Um, no, so as everyone should know by now, uh, my grandmother passed away in middle of April. And funny enough, um, I, it's been my, I mean, we knew this was coming, so it wasn't like a shock or anything. And we had a conversation about, uh, well, I, I told Ismail, I was like, listen, I need to take a break at some point. We ended up like crafting a statement, putting out the last of the episodes, and we posted, hey, listen, we're going to take some time off, we're going to come back, and it's going to be great, and actually the next morning my grandmother passed, so it was, um, I, I, I don't know if I knew it was coming, I, I guess I knew it was coming, I didn't think it was coming that soon, but I think that it was really just a good thing just to kind of stop and, you know, just recharge a little bit, I, um, I was telling Ismail, um, you know, whenever you go through something like that, I had never experienced a loss like that before, so that was a little difficult for me. Um, and I was telling uh, a couple of people, you know, uh, it, it got to a point where it was a struggle. It was just like, you know what? I'm going to brush my teeth today. I mean, that's really how bad it was. You know, I think that's something that people really struggle with. I know I struggled with after having a baby really, really felt bad that I wasn't able to get anywhere near as much work done as I was before. But I think that's just life. I don't know if you agree with me. I was the exact opposite. I didn't care. The business could burn down. It didn't matter. Like, it did not matter. Um, There was a lot of people that I most definitely pushed away. Just 
just because I wasn't ready to, to deal with anything yet. I mean, it was, it was, this is the thing is, I think that we kind of, sh- we debated on talking about this or not, but I also think it's really important to talk about the bad side of stuff because, you know what, stuff absolutely does happen. Not every day is, you know, rainbows and unicorns and whatever. <laughs> um, but no, but that's, that's the thing is, I really appreciate my friends that understood that, you know what, he just needs a little bit of time and that's fine. And, some of the things that literally the best, most productive thing I could do was just nothing. And that was just fine on its own. But now how do you explain, like, why do you think you were comfortable with that and you knew that, hey, it's okay, I need to recuperate, to take a break, and other people feel guilty for it? I don't know. I just think that maybe it's just like a societal thing. I just think that, you know, we always have to just be like, I think the the most common advice that I got, which was always, you know what, just go back to work and la, 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 la. And I didn't want to do that. I mean, granted, yes, I was, I'm fortunate enough that I didn't have to go back to work, that I could take four months off or five months off or however long I took off. And not a lot of people can financially do that. I can. And I... I was happy to do it. Um, I didn't want to feel guilty about it because I wanted to make sure that I took time to take care of myself, which I was really... So I came back maybe to work maybe about two weeks ago. Oh, my gosh. Everyone came out of the works. Oh, my God. I need you. Fix this. Fix that. Fix this. My phone died yesterday. I came back. There was like 80 notifications. I was like, I need this. I need this. I need this. I need this. So anyways, that's just... it's. I'm glad that everyone just kind of backed off for a little bit. Yeah, and I think it's important to know yourself. You seemed comfortable in the fact that you knew you needed a break, and you didn't really care what anyone thought, right? I think you just totally removed, no. removed yourself from social media. Like you, oh, yeah, I got rid of my Facebook. The face of the other. And that's what made it even worse for me, because everyone was like, hey, what's going on? <laughs> Super <laughs> Boothers is over. He's off. He I blocked him. Blocked. <laughs> but what do you think it means to take that? Silence. Like, has that had any effect on? It was personally? such a great thing. I wish I could not be on social media all the time. Yesterday, my phone died, and I was like, with like, off the grid for about eight hours, and it was the most amazing thing. So I'm in New York right now. I'm running around New York. I didn't have anyone yelling at me. I didn't have to stop and text. It was. I had dinner and I had a conversation with my friend that I was with. What? Shocking! Can you believe this? Like neither one of us looked at our phones because mine was dead. Yeah, that, I've never seen that happen with you. Where you actually had a conversation during dinner. Well, that was. That, well, that was because I'm always working. I'm, and that was well, that was the big thing is just to kind of stop working for a little. But bit. doesn't that tell you that? You're going crazy, texting, working all the time, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and then it's okay when you don't do that for a few hours. Why can't we do that more regularly? And this is the thing that I think I need to do a little bit more often is I have always been incredibly responsive. So if someone emails me at 2 o'clock in the morning and, like, I'm up for whatever reason, I'll respond to that email. And I need to stop doing that. Funny enough, um, I changed my booking system, which we'll get to that in a later episode, but... um, my booking system allows me to send an email at 8 a.m. and not go that yeah. night, which is Schedule. so genius. And I think that I've just become – I'm accessible to the people that I need to be accessible to. But don't you think that's a, that can also be a very positive trait that's probably helped you get to where you are? Oh, absolutely. Responsive? Absolutely. I, th- I have one business because of that. I, 
if you go back in episodes before, I've always said the early bird gets the worm. So if you have a lead come in, I'm absolutely responding to that stuff. I think it's also important to mention people listening. Um, it's kind of like, I think I've mentioned this before, where I have friends that want to be like, let's say a YouTuber, and they look at the YouTuber's most latest videos. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh my God, look at the quality. Yeah, compare it to that. You have to compare it to the beginning, to their first video. Sure. And I think Ryan is in a position where maybe he's like, you know what, I'm not going to respond until 8 a.m. Other people may not be there yet. Sure. And it's okay to be hustling and trying to get work. It's okay not to. It depends on what kind of business and life you want to run. Well, I think that whenever like, I was at a point in time where I was knocking on doors and I had to do that stuff, it didn't matter to me. And you absolutely have to be responsive until you get like that first really big client that trusts you. Going back to this, so I stopped working as of April 12th. Uh, whenever I did that, so generally... All communications, whether it be email, texting, whatever, that month will result in the following month's revenue. Would you agree? So, like, if you're, like, emailing a whole bunch of people in November and, like, you have a big December, that means that you were really responsive in November. Generally. Or two weeks before or whatever. Except for, like, special situations like holidays where people book really far Last minute. Sure, sure. Uh, So, April 12th. I stopped really working. I stopped responding. I was only maintaining enough just to make sure that, like, everything that I've worked for didn't just go up and smoke. Um, The big thing here was my May was the best May that I've ever had in at least eight years. How do you explain that? It beat Super Bowl. How do you explain that? No clue. Well, actually, I do have a clue. So whenever I was in bed, barely responding to emails on my laptop because I really didn't get out of bed much, um, I would get a lead and it would say like, oh, we're doing this event for four hours, blah, 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 we want this. And I'm like, I don't want to do that. And I would like literally quote double or triple just to like, I'm like, they're not going to book this. They booked. Oh my God, did people book. What? So you, you, you've quoted double or triple than you normally do, yes. and they still booked you? Yes. This is something I've heard a lot. That's from. how I got that. So if those that follow me on Instagram, I did uh, an event in Boston, and it's a client that, truthfully, what ended up happening was I, did this, I met this client in Vegas. Um, it, it's attached to uh, my Amazon client, and whenever I went to go do their event, they were like, oh, blah, 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 can you do this event for us in... San Diego. I was like, yeah, absolutely. Totally. Oh, can you do this in San Francisco? Sure. Didn't hear from them for a year. One year. And I'm thinking to myself, my God, because the last time, so this is a whole bunch of like tech. You, you, you got to nurture your clients. We've talked about all yeah, this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But this is a whole bunch of like tech nerds. And so whenever I did this event at, uh, in San Francisco, it was at this really trendy spot. Uh, no one came to take a photo because they're all programmers and they're like, well, you know, like, well, what are you doing with my number? Are you going to spam me? Like, and they didn't want to take a photo because of those reasons. So I was like, well, so my point is it didn't really get utilized. So I was like, well, maybe that's why they didn't book. But anyways, so fast forward, they email me a little bit after March. Oh, oh, and another thing happened uh, a couple, like a week after 
anyways, we'll get to that. Don't you love when those emails pop in? Like, out of no, I think it's it's addicting as a business owner. It's so weird. You get an email for a big job, for big money, and it's just like you sit and have dinner with your family. Oh my gosh. This is why I'm in the business. This is awesome. It was just insane. So, anyways, so this email pops up, and they're like, hey, we haven't worked with you in a while. Can you do an event for us in Boston? And keep in mind, like, I'm at like random, like, depressing, like, (laughs) in, in my whole kind of thing. And I was like, you know what? Like, I, I bid it healthy. It wasn't cheap. It wasn't expensive. It was just healthy. She was like, oh my God, yes, absolutely. She booked and paid. I was like, okay, well, I guess I'm going to Boston, which will be nice to kind of get out of the house for a little bit. <laughs> this event, See some sunlight. This event was this event was a three-hour event, and I was like, you know what? I'll just go to New York right after and just kind of hang out there. So I turned a three-hour event into like an eight-day trip. <laughs> But whatever, I might as well do it on someone else's dime, not mine. As you should, as you should. Well, so anyways, so I actually didn't find this out until last week, and I don't even think I told you this. So a week after my grandmother passed, uh, one of my big December clients that I do every year, actually the one that I've (laughs) screwed up every year, that one, she emailed me, and she goes, hey, Ryan, we want to book you this year, blah, 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 blah. Did not at all respond to that thing. I mean, I straight up ignored it. I didn't see it come in because it didn't go into my ticketing system. So the only reason why I found out was because three weeks ago, her assistant emailed and she's like, hey, Ryan, we just wanted to check on this. Make sure you have the data available. We want a book, blah, 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 blah. And whenever I like search my mailbox to see what I charged them last year because I get emailed a copy of everything, I saw that her boss had emailed like a week after my grandmother passed, I was like, oh my God. So I responded to both of them. Uh, I responded to the assistant. I was like, yes, blah, 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 here's a proposal. Responded to her boss. And I said, or her name is, I was like, Amber, I'm so sorry. I just saw this. I said, you sent this email like a week after my grandmother passed. I was just not in a state of mind. I took a lot of time off of work. I am so sorry. I sincerely apologize. She emailed back within like five minutes and she goes, don't worry, take all the time you need. And she told me this beautiful story of her grandmother. Now, what's really, I just got to interject here because sure. a lot of people would have been like, oh, Ryan, don't, don't get personal. Sure, absolutely. Don't, don't send that to them. I, I, I have dealt with this client for six years. I wouldn't tell that to anyone. Mm-hmm. But I also know that she's a woman. She's always been more empathetic. It's a healthcare company. They generally care, mm-hmm. genuinely care about people. I mean, there's also that's that all makes a lot of sense too because you knew the relationship, you knew the people, um, you know what they think like. And but in the general business world, I know everyone has seen this where you go to like company pages and go to about us or you look at profiles and you see what's your favorite cookie. I'm a dog lover. What's your favorite taco? I like long walks on the beach. And there's a reason people put that is long because walks to the bank. <laughs> you don't know who's reading it and what they like. And having those things mentioned on your profile or on your site or in your about section gets people to connect with you. Uh, if they just relate to one of those things, they automatically feel a better relationship with Starwood you. Starwood Hotels kind of started, I think it was Starwood and Disney that uh, on their name badges, they have the city of where people are from. And that is always such a great conversation starter. And I've always loved Starwood and they were merged with the company that shall not be named. Um, <laughs> I hate Marriott. I will. I will say it into the mic all day long. I hate Marriott. How do you pronounce their new program? Like what? Bonvoy. What? Ugh. Bon- <laughs> it was supposed to be like Bon Voyage, but it was ugh, Bon Voyage Starwood. That's really what happened. Anyways, I'm not bitter. Um, <laughs> they just had the best point system. Like it's just. Ugh, 
I can't. I can't. My blood pressure. I'm pretty upset too. I just became a platinum Star Wars member because of Ryan's guidance yes, and counsels. Yes. And then, boom, <laughs> gone. Poof. Just like Super. No, I'm kidding. Um, no. So, anyways, so that that I really I think that she connected with, and I I got on the phone with him two days later, and I was like, I'm so sorry. Like, I was just not in a right state of mind, and they just started telling me about their grandmothers, and I think that's the thing that I I've always had a special relationship with my grandmother, even in previous episodes. Um, well, I I. I some of my, one of my, actually my favorite moments mm. in Super Boothers history mm. where I, I think I cracked up laughing the most was a reference to your grandmother. Yes, so, whenever, whenever I said I should start putting it to work. I don't know why, it was just so funny in the moment. I always got a kick out of it. Um, but yeah, like that, that was the thing is, and that's the most beautiful thing about this is because I've told this story and because I've kind of put this out there, people have told me beautiful stories of their grandmothers and I think that's the that's that's reason why it's good to be authentic. It's good to be real with people because otherwise no one can really connect with you, right? So these beautiful things come up because of these conversations. Um, so I'm sure you've heard a lot of beautiful stories from people. No, absolutely, and I really appreciate everyone kind of telling me that just because I think it's she was like my mother, and that I think is um, I think a lot of people. Are whenever they become successful, one of the things that they say is they wish their parents could have seen it. Mm-hmm. And I'm lucky that my grandfather, my grandmother, kind of got to see me in some remote form of success, whatever that may mean. Yeah, I mean, it's clear that you had a really close relationship with her. I think a lot of people, even people that have lost parents, um, people are like, "Oh, it's been two months already. Get over it." You know, you can't. Uh, don't start you can't, with me. You can't judge other people. No, you can't judge how people grieve, and you don't know what else they've been through or how close they are you to that. You also person. can't judge how people spend money, Ismail. Well, that <laughs> that you can't judge. That's another thing. I always get a kick out of. Um, Joan Rivers did a TV show called "How to Get So Rich," and it's so interesting how people spend money. Like, you have people that will like stay in the house that they grew up in or you'll have people that will blow money on cars or have people that will like go live in the mountains like some like Abraham Lincoln in like this log cabin kind of thing it's so interesting I think it's so crazy there's, there's definitely a lot of interesting psychology behind that I, do, I don't like to judge people I think if you have money you can do whatever you want with it uh, but you I don't like sharing with a lot of people like friends and family how much do you make I don't like sharing that because when people know all about your finances, they can judge your whole life. Or they start asking for money. That's true. That's, I think, so, more common. I'm broke, everybody. I have nothing. I'm actually here with, like, four-year-old sneakers and a uh, run-me-down t-shirt. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Although Ryan doesn't approve. I have specific standards. Although, I look like crap, too. You try getting ready in the dark at 4.30 in the morning. Um, but I think the interesting thing to take away from this conversation is that people... Like, we, we give advice on the show, and we've given a lot of advice. Nurture your leads, follow up immediately, you know. But what I'm learning from Ryan's story here is that it's okay sometimes to 
not do things by the book. It's okay to chart triple or quadruple um, if you don't want the work. You might get the work and be happy either way. It's okay to take a break. It's that was okay such an accident. To not respond immediately. It's okay to do things the way you want to do them. It's your business. You can still succeed. There's not one path and one way to go about it. I will say this. I think that I'm at a point where I can't afford to do that stuff. Um, I was, I'm actually helping a friend who is starting, uh, another, another business and sh her main job, um, she's taking a break from, uh, she does a lot of contract work and she has the financial ability to go off on this new venture and to not having to worry about it paying rent. I mean, so that's, that's also kind of fine as well. So uh, I, I bought a bounce house whenever, so I went to Australia this, uh, yeah, what thing? Yeah, whatever. It's still, it's still in the storage unit. No, but that's the thing is like I always think that it's really important to take risks, whatever that may mean to you. Um, whenever I whenever I went to Australia, someone had a bounce house there, and I was like, "Oh my god, I want this thing!" And on the I did all my research, I did all the pricing, I had a logo, I had a website. It was up and running to take money. I ended up. I was on the flight from. Uh, Auckland, New Zealand to Los Angeles. It is the middle of the night. Everyone on that plane was sleeping except me. I was the one person that had their little light on talking with China, like buying this thing. I, I, I was so flipping excited. Those things are heavy. I don't like it. You have to fold it a certain way. I am done. <laughs> but I think you're totally right about needing to take risks, whatever that may mean to you. I just had a conversation with someone recently about um, they were questioning something that I was doing. Oh, it's, isn't it risky? I thought about doing that, but it thought it might not work. And I'm like, you know what? Nothing great happens without risk. Like, there's no magic in your comfort zone. You have to get out of your comfort zone to do these great things, have these magical moments. So I do think it's important to shake things up a bit every once in a while, whether that means taking a break or that means trying something new. 